Hello and welcome to the Grow Up Podcast. My name is Kennedy Garfield and I am a 20-year-old dreamer who is obsessed with leveling up their life. If you are looking to build your confidence, navigate career moves, or find balance in your relationships, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to allow inspiration and knowledge to easily seep into that beautiful brain of yours. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of growing a little stronger. Leave it to me to provide relatable advice, share personal stories, and interview badass women who are killing it in their own unique way. I know you're about to have such a great time with me, so thank you for pushing play today, and now let's grow up together. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm super excited about today's podcast episode. I'm going to be doing a deep dive and speaking on my first breathwork experience and how I had a conversation with my higher self. Um, I'm going to go in depth with what I took from this experience and the action that I'm taking now after having that intimate conversation um, with my higher self. So I'm super excited to be diving into it, but I want to give a little bit of background of how I got into my first breath work, where I was, what I was doing, uh, and just the lead up to it all. So um, I attended the Rocky Red Retreat. Um, if you don't know, what Rocky Reddit is a holistic healing company. Um, it is run by Christina Kreidel and Natalie Lofthouse, two of like literally my ultimate, ultimate favorite women. I freaking love them and everything that they do. Um, but they hosted a retreat and I attended and some things that we did were like, cold plunging every morning, journaling an herb walk, killing chickens and then having those chickens as our dinner the next day, learning how to cook, um, how to low tox live, um, breath work, meditation, visualization, um, gun safety. Oh my gosh. We stayed in a tent. It got a little cold one night. Other nights were great. Um, I wore my boots and my sweatpants all weekend long, um, and we stayed there from Thursday to Sunday. So it was super fun. I got to hang out with some of my most favorite friends, and it was just a good time to be in nature um, and to be truly like a wild woman. So, which is honestly like I've fallen in love with. Like I've fallen in love with getting back to that natural side and being a true feminine woman. But. Anyways, that is a discussion for a different time, but let's hop right into it. Um, Let's talk about the story of my first breathwork experience. It's vulnerable. It's a lot. Um, There's a lot to process. I didn't actually want to stop talking to my higher self. I remember um, as I was conversing with her, I was like, I don't want to leave. And she told me, Kennedy, you're going to share this experience. It's like, I'm never going to leave. And she was like, "I, I never leave. Um... And I think that's true because she's in me and I am in her and um, we really never leave each other, which is really awesome. And she showed me that for sure. But let's hop into it. So um, first of all, where it kind of started and where all of this intention was set um, was we showed up to the retreat and one of the first things that Natalie and Christina told us to do was set intentions for the retreat. Like, what did we want to get out of this? And they always preach, like, if there's no intention, like, you have to have an intention um, when doing things. Um, 
in whatever you do. So the intentions I set for myself were to get to know myself more. How can I embrace my singleness? What more can I give and receive? And then learn more about my masculine energy and my feminine energy. Um, and it's funny looking back at these intentions now and just seeing how fulfilled they went throughout the weekend. So I'm going to discuss that. But first and foremost, I set those intentions and then we had a meditation led by, um, one of the girls that was in attendance. Her name is Mallory and she did one of the best meditations, guided meditations and I, that I've ever done. Um, but I pretty much set the scene of this, like we met, we visualized ourselves sitting in the camping chair that we were at. And she was like, I want you to imagine a beam of light from you going all the way up to the sky. And my beam of light was just like a yellow, white light. Um, and she was like, okay, walk that, walk that beam of light. And my beam of light was too little to walk. So it was more of like me holding on. <laughs> it reminds me of this is so weird. <laughs> I'm going to throw, throw this in. Um, it reminds me of like the iron rod. <laughs> which is so weird because anyways Mormon stuff but I was holding on to this beam of light and I was walking and Mallory told us to kind of walk up and watch and look back at yourself sitting in the camp chair and just like watch that that view as you get higher and higher higher to the sky and I'm doing that and she's like okay um you're in the sky you're in this place and I want you to imagine another beam of light trailing back down to earth and i look over at this beam of light and it's just rainbow and sure enough it's still not wide enough for me to walk on but i go from my beam of light that i had been holding on to to the other beam of light and she was like okay now walk down from this beam of light and you're going to arrive at your higher self's house and I'm walking down this beam of light and it's coming into the picture. I'm getting closer and closer to earth. And, and I just see this property that I know is mine. I see this white, beautiful house, had a porch. And I just know that I paid for it and I designed it and I know it's mine. And I'm walking down still on this beam of light and Mallory's okay. Walk in and go into the house and I want, and like, Go and talk to your higher self. And at this time, I was totally zoned into my visualization that actually the guided meditation had drowned out because I walked in and I was sitting there. Oh, I was, she was up from the dining room table and I walk into the house and I'm so mad. I'm so frustrated. I walk in and I'm like, where are my kids and where is my husband? And I remember my higher self looking at me and just laughing and, and she knew, she knew how, she knew I was going to be mad. It seemed like, like she knew the interaction was going to happen and she knew how to handle my frustration. She knew that like, this was all a learning lesson and it was almost like a, my higher self was telling me like, been there done that Kennedy like it's funny that you are even frustrated now because you have so much to learn um you know just like coming from a place of like wisdom and that she knew more than me which was super cool um and she also walked in a lot of confidence uh, which I really really loved and she was super secure in herself where I walk in and I'm super frustrated I sit down at the dining room table she serves me um 
agra and potatoes and i don't freaking like agra and potatoes i don't know why i don't know why that was served to me but i like i just don't like agra and potatoes i don't know what that was about um but i was super mad and i was like where's my husband where where are my kids and i just remember her saying and it's funny because i haven't heard of this but it didn't click to me until now but she had said Kennedy, self-love is the magnet to your dream life. And I immediately was like, oh my heck, like, screw you. I am so sick and tired of hearing about self-love. Like, I want to take self-love and throw it out the window because I'm so sick and tired of hearing it. But when it came from my higher self And when it came in that way of, hey, self-love is your magnet to your dream life, it changed the game. And now I don't resent self-love in the way that it's been portrayed on on the internet and in society as 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 much as I have in the past. It was really a turning point for me in that if I wanted the house that I saw, the land that I saw, it had to start with self-love and like accepting myself exactly who I, who I am, which I'm going to dive in deeper um, in just a second. But I remember her telling me that. And then I remember hearing Mallory, the guided meditator, um, say, okay, like now's the time to leave the house. And as, as I'm leaving the house, I'm still kind of frustrated because I was like, that wasn't my dream life. I didn't, there was no kids. There was no husband. Like, And I was still so confused of how she was so content just being by herself. Because, frankly, like, like, that's one of my biggest fears is, like, being alone. And, like, never finding a true love or giving love to children. Like, that's one of my biggest fears. And I just remember being so confused because she was so content with it just being her. And I'm walking up, back up. Um, I grab hold to the rainbow, (laughs) the rainbow piece of light, and I'm walking back up into the sky. And I just get this urge to look, turn back around, look back at my place, look back at my house. And I, I turn around, I look back at my house, and I just see these two kids, an older boy and a young girl, running and it was like my higher self had walked out from the porch and was like watching me go back up into the sky and two kids were running out to watch me go back up and this handsome man this super handsome man walks up and like gives like a side hug to my higher self and it, and they watch me go up um with the beam of light up into the sky and i just remember thinking it was almost like my higher self was saying, like, you are living your dream life. And, like, here's your kids and here's your husband. Here's my husband. And then I remember looking at my higher self and she just winked and laughed. And it came full circle on the self-love is the magnet to your dream life. Because when I looked back for that last time, 
that was when it was like fully my dream life. Like I could feel it. I could see it. I saw my husband. I saw my kids. I saw myself in my dream home on my dream land paying for it, feeling so confident, feeling 100% present and in herself. And she knew herself so well. So we stop the meditation and we like, I go up and then I come back down and I'm present in my, in my body again. And I like was crying. Um, cause it was just so cool to like really meet my higher self in that sort of visual way. And I take that meditation and then, um, we switch over to breath work and there's like a little transition in between and, um, they're like, okay, like just giving us like the pointers, um, on birth work where we, st- we start the workshop and she's like, okay, we're going to do this, this pattern, which is an inhale of the belly an inhale of the chest and then exhale. So it's <gasps> so like, it's so weird. <laughs> like me doing that is so weird, but like, that's essentially what breath work is. Like you do some sort of breathing pattern for, um, like a long duration. Like I think we were in a breathwork session for about 45 minutes. So I was doing that breathing pattern for 45 minutes. And essentially what this does is it gives more oxygen to your brain, which creates like more neural pathways. And some people can honestly have a psychedelic um, experience. Like breathwork can be super crazy in healing and it like purges and just brings everything out of you. And um, it's just amazing. But she was going into it and she's like, okay, I want you to know like your hands are going to curl and you're going to have body sensations. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like I am open to everything. Like, I was super excited, but I was also super nervous. She was like, this is going to be hard work. And I was like, dang, like this is, gonna, <laughs> it's going to be hard. Anyways, we get laying down. Mind you, we're in this field. We're in this field on Natalie's property. There's the breathwork guide, her, her name was Susie. She's amazing. And she has a mic. And then, um, along with Mike, she has her speaker that is going to put, be playing music. So just picture like around 15 people with blankets, pillows, um, blankets on the grass. And we're all just laying. I have my hoodie. I have my sleeping bag. Um, and then I'm just like laying down and she starts and it's the, and we're doing that. And she's like guiding us in that breath. And she's like telling us that we're strong. We have the music playing. Um, <laughs> this is so crazy. And I'm like doing it. And I was super emotional from the meditation. And honestly, a huge like alarm or where I'm, I know I'm truly aligned is when I am emotional. When I get that like welled up, like those tears like coming from my eyes and I I just feel like I need to like just bawl my eyes out. That's how I oddly enough know that I'm truly aligned and it it is like for me. So I was already crying before we even started, <laughs> but we're doing the meditation and I'm getting in the groove and it's hard. It's super uncomfortable because um, you're like, oh my gosh, am I doing the breathing right? You're overthinking everything and you're like, 
true. You're like hearing other people breathing. And then um, it's like a no judgment zone. Like people are screaming. Like some people are like really yelling. And it's kind of hard because it's like, oh my gosh, they're kind of yelling. Are people thinking about me breathing? Are people knowing I'm crying? There's just a lot of like first initial like overthinking in the beginning. And anyways, I start to feel the sensations. My hands start to go inward. They start to ball up and then I'm tingling like everywhere. And I start to think about my meditation that I had. And I'm in this space where all of a sudden my higher self shows up. And this time she like states her name. She's like, my name is Beth. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And I don't know if it's because I've been watching Yellowstone or not. (laughs) But I was like, okay. And I just know her name is Beth. I don't know why. I just know it. Woman's in, like, she told me, like, that was her name. And we start talking again, and I'm so excited because I get to see her again. And I'm like, okay, you need to deep dive, like, dive deep on this whole self-love thing. And um, it was just like, she entered, and any thought that I had regarding, like, not accepting my full self, she had the best, like, rebuttal to it. It was a lot of, I'm scared of what people think. And I was like, this is your, and she would just be like, this is your experience, Kennedy. And like a rebuttal to any, any sort of worry that I ever had. And it went from like my face to where she was like, I need you to touch your face, face. And my hands would literally release from like, the balls that it was in, like it was in a tension, like they were both were fists. She would release my fisted hands and I would touch my face. And, um, I would go over all the things that I was super self-conscious of and I would just give it love. So I started with my nose and gave love to my nose because I, I grew up not liking my nose and my eyebrows and like aspects of my face and my body. And we just did like an analyzation of everything that I was insecure about. And I just like fully accepted for who I was. And she helped me through it. Like my higher self was helping me through it. I would like some worries that I've had day to day. She would have rebuttals for her. And it was just like a whole self acceptance that I had never felt before. Um, and after that, I think the most remarkable thing is so I envisioned myself, I was laying down and my higher self, Beth, was to my left. And then my high school self walked up and was to my right. And I looked at my high school self and I knew that her throat chakra was closed. I looked at her and I wanted her to speak and she couldn't. Like she literally couldn't. Like it was almost like there was like a zipper over her mouth. And she could not speak. And I know exactly why she cannot speak. Because in high school, like, it was everyone's needs before my own. And currently in therapy right now, I am working on EMDR therapy. And we're unraveling my higher, my high school self. And I just had a hard time 
advocating for me during that time and speaking up about certain certain situations and the things that I was going through. Like sports caused a lot of trauma for me. <laughs> um, and I'll just be like completely honest. Um, yeah, it was just hard. My high school, my high school experience was great, but I just endured a lot of trauma that I swept under the rug for a lot of the years. And so to see my higher self, to see my high school self walk over to me and for her not to be able to speak, like broke my heart. But it was also, it was also confirmation on that I am working on unraveling her trauma, allowing her to speak finally allowing her to talk about what she went through, what needs need to be met with her, which was really cool. And then I had my little self uh, around the time, I want to say I was like eight or nine, and she was like on my right side, right by my feet. And I remember looking at her and all she wanted was a hug. So I gave her a hug and I told her that I loved her, but she was there. And it was so funny, like seeing my higher self, seeing my high school self, and then seeing my eight, nine-year-old self all there. They were all surrounded, all surrounding my present self's body as I as I like lay on the floor breathing. <laughs> um, and then I do remember my <laughs> future husband. Who now that I'm thinking about this, it's honestly probably because I've been watching Yellowstone, but he looked just like Rip, guys. It was crazy. It was so crazy. He's so handsome. But it was like I knew it was funny, like it was funny that it like was kind of looked like Rip or whatever. But I just knew that the love of my life or my husband was there. But it wasn't exactly time for him to come. But it was he was present. And it was a thing. It was confirmation that I am not going to die alone, which is super harsh. But it, it like genuinely has always been a vulnerable and deep fear of mine and where it's a lot of my shame has come from. Um, but it was nice to be like, okay, there is someone there. Are they coming now? No. But it is there. Um, and my higher self was funny. Like, all the jokes of her name being Beth, Rip kind of looking looking like my husband. And, like, I was, like, laughing, like, out loud. I was laughing out loud. I was crying out loud. Um, like, I was feeling my emotions truly. And I had never... I'd never felt that. Like, I was honestly like working through a lot of trauma and healing which was incredible and if i could give any advice everyone needs to do a breath work at least one session it's weird it's uncomfortable it is hard work like i remember when i was doing my breath work session whenever i would be like oh like this whole breathing thing is so like annoying like to keep uh, to keep it up, to keep going, it's really hard. And I just remember any time I needed support, I would tune into the music that was playing and it would always, it would always be exactly what I needed. And like the lyrics would align with the motivation that I needed to keep going. 
um, once I got to that visual visualization part of it, just being my higher self, my younger versions, and then that presence of my husband, the breathing became a lot easier because I was bawling my eyes out. And when you cry, you do do the, <gasps> like that's, <laughs> that's the breathing pattern you do. So the breathing became super, super, um, easy to do. And it is uncomfortable to have your body tense up and your hands go into fists and to have full body sensations. Um, but like, like I said, my higher self would release my hands and I would give myself a hug. I would touch my face. I would, um, go through my body and just accept myself. So if you are needing like help with body image, like set the intention before doing a breathwork session of self-acceptance, body image, body shaming, like, um, or anything that you need in specific help because it will all come full, full circle. But that is my experience with talking with my higher self. Um, I remember before I said this before, but when I was coming out of like the session, I just remember being like, I don't want to leave because it was so fun talking to my higher self. Like it was, it felt so right. And she just loved and accepted me on a level that I had never felt before. And I remember asking, am I going to share this experience? And she was like, oh my gosh, Kennedy, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I got out of it and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to do a podcast episode on it. (laughs) So it's just funny. And I was, it was crazy. So after that breathwork experience, I had to take a deep reflection. And I was like, and I remember telling myself, okay, what have I took from this experience and like what actions am I going to do after knowing and given the information that I was given? So what I took from it ultimately was being told that like self-love is essentially my magnet to my dream life. And I remember declaring that day as like the start of my actual self-love journey and I'm excited to really dive deeper into it because I'm going to be honest I don't I don't like the trendy self-love club thing that's going on like I think I think it's a great thing to bring it up but it just seems so superficial it doesn't seem authentic at all. And it's so hard to relate to. And the fact that, like, simply, like, doing my morning routine is going to make me love every insecure part of myself. Like, it's such bullshit. Like, and I was so frustrated, and obviously I'm still super resentful, for a really long time because I would do those things And I got to a point where it's like, I love being alone. I was like, why don't I love myself? I'm doing all the things. I'm checking off all the freaking boxes. I'm doing the bubble baths, the face masks, the hair masks, the being alone. And it's not freaking working. And I was so frustrated with it. And I still am. Because sometimes there will become days where I'm like, I don't know what self-love looks like or what it feels like. 
But I remember looking at my higher self and just knowing that she had figured it out. And I got this impression from her of like, you are going to figure out what it is and how to fully love and accept yourself. It just takes time. And having that ability to love yourself will magnetize and bring your dream life to you. So what I started doing after that is I took a reflection of like, okay, how do I feel loved? And I looked at um, the love languages, words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. I remember looking at those and I was like, okay, which ones do I most align with? And that was number one, words of affirmation, um, then quality time, and then physical touch. So I was like, okay, how can I give that to myself? And no one freaking talks about this, but giving yourself those love languages is freaking hard. Like, how am I supposed to give myself words of affirmation? And I'm sorry, but it's so cringy. It's so awkward. Like, I would research it and it would be like, look in the mirror and... (laughs) Look in the mirror and say how great you are. And I just would be like... And maybe that... And I think it's honestly some of my problem, but I just was so close-minded to it. I was like, that's stupid. I'm not doing that. And it took some putting my pride aside. And I just was like, you know what? I'm sick of not feeling like my self-love cup is full. And so I swallowed the whole getting mad and saying things aren't working. And I'm giving it a shot. So what I do now is I will like look in the mirror and give myself love and say what I love about my body and what I love seeing. Um, I write love notes to myself. So in my TV stand on the second drawer, um, there are a bunch of envelopes in there and they're just a bunch of love letters to myself. I have sticky notes all over my house with just affirmations. Um, Some of them read, you are worthy and deserving of love what you're feeling and speaking align. I am worthy and deserving of building a successful business. Just like a bunch of affirmations that make me feel loved. Um, what else? And then the last one is just like taking on taking action towards like these internal callings that I had. Like after, after I was at the retreat, one of the girls, her name is Jasmine. She travels alone by herself quite a bit. And, um, a couple, I mean like two weeks beforehand, I had been traveling a lot. I was driving to Idaho and going to Hawaii. And I just loved like being in my car alone or traveling alone and I just had this like super desire to like, I'm going to just go camp in my Mini Cooper, <laughs> just sleep in the back of my Mini Cooper. And like, I just felt this true desire. So that's what I'm doing now is like, I'm planning for a camping, like a solo camping trip. And 
just taking on those callings. Has it helped? Yes. Am I still learning and understanding this whole self-love and how it's going to be a journey for me? Yes. But if I weren't, and if it weren't for my breathwork experience, I wouldn't know how important it was. And how if I want my dream life, if I want to accomplish all of my goals, it starts with self-acceptance. And it's like daily, guys. Like even especially with my hormone cycle. Like I know right before I start my period and when I'm on my period, I am at my most overwhelmed self, paranoid self, self-conscious self. Um, so I just know it's a lot harder when it comes to self-love and self-acceptance when it's right before my period and my um, on my period than it is like during ovulation and my follicular um, phase. So it just comes with time and I know it's a journey and I know I'm going to get to my higher self point and be like all this little work and the little things that I've done is going to help with my self-love and my self-acceptance journey. Um, and I will say therapy has done wonders diving into versions of myself and really unpacking the trauma that I experienced at that time has helped me so much in getting to know myself more. So that kind of wraps up this episode. Um, I hope all of you loved listening to this experience and got some sort of help from it. Um, I love each and every one of you. I want you to know that Self-love is hard and it is definitely a journey and it takes practice every single day. So I will be sharing more about this because I have lots to learn, but we are all going to get to that higher self of us and we are going to achieve our dreams and goals. I just know it. So I hope you have a great rest of your day and please go and kill it out there. Love you so much. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, be sure to share with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the beautiful stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration and knowledge on my Instagram by following at Kennedy underscore Garfield. I love you so, so much and can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and grow up.